Hey, this is Cleo with CleoYogaFinance.com and welcome to the first episode of Financially Free with Cleo, a show where we shift mindsets with real and raw money conversations with everyday people, empowering you to take action, appreciate the journey, and live the lifestyle you desire financially, mentally, and physically. And today we have two very special guests. They're like my brother and sister because we just tight like that. So we have yeah. Stephanie Holt. She is a mother of three boys. And we have yeah. Darnell McLean. He is a national and international professional dancer, singer, and choreographer. Welcome to the show, y'all. Thank you. Thank you yes. for having me. Well, I'm really excited that you guys are here. So I appreciate y'all taking out the time to sit with me and talk. We already have our talks. You know, just yeah. every day through yeah. our group text <laughs> and just in person when, it, when we all connect. But it was very important for me to have y'all on the show because we've known each other since forever. Mm-hmm. And we've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. Good stuff and bad stuff. So I thought it would be really helpful for us to share. You know, not that we're up here saying that we perfect and we got it all together because I, <laughs> I don't. None of us do. <laughs> but I feel like us sharing our stories and just being authentic and vulnerable and real to mm-hmm. just inspire somebody else. And it'll help us, too, because we're, get, we're getting it out, sharing with each other like we already do. But we also can help someone else out there. So yeah. I'm just excited. Are y'all excited? Yes. I'm excited. I'm a yes. nervous, I've been waiting. I, yeah, I think it's more excitement though. I think it's more excitement. I know. I mean, y'all, you, y'all used to it. I, I don't have to do this. So I don't know. But I'm rocking, man. I can you go rocking. I'm, I'm rocking out. Okay. I have that excitement too, but <clears throat> I'm excited. So let's just jump in there. Yeah, okay. let's do it. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to start off with learning about the childhood, you know, where we grew up and how we really started to learn about money as a child or as a teen. I'll go ahead and pop it off. Uh, (laughs) So, of course, you know, born and raised in Nashville, Tennessee, um, you know, partially raised by uh, my grandmother and my mother, and then I also have an adopted mother or whatever. Um, But as far as, I want to say I started because of how I was raised or whatever. I think I, st- I learned about money, like how to earn money um, more so maybe around about my, what they call it, tween, tween years now. <laughs> yeah. So I was like yeah. eight, nine, eight or nine, ten years old or whatever when I started taking trash out, you know, because I was just like, I want to go to Quick Sack up the street and get me something to drink. Like, and my mom, <laughs> she worked, um, two jobs so I was at home by myself a lot or whatever she didn't neglect me let me just put that out there (laughs) just you know she had to do what she had to do as a single mom but you know so at that point I I think I just called it let me try to help my mom out and and get get some money so I don't always have to ask her because she just uh, you know, she just—I just noticed that she was just paying for everything. You know, all I wanted was a little now later, a little, <laughs> a little, a little yeah, chip, a little, yeah, a little somewhere. Right. So nice. I literally just started knocking on doors and asking people to take out their trash, cut their grass, mm-hmm. and things of that nature. And yeah. then it just kind of, it just kind of went from there or whatever. So, <clears throat> you know how you see in the uh, old school movies where kids take out the boys take mm-hmm. out the trash and cut grass—that's literally what I was doing. That's how 
I started learning about money um, yeah. at an early age. Um, now, saving, that's a different story. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll dig deep into <laughs> oh, yeah. that saving piece. We know you with, Leah. Oh, me. So what about you, Steph, about how you grew up, you know, with your childhood and when you first really started to learn about money? Where I grew up, I was the baby girl. You know, of course, my older sister. She always spoiled me and stuff like that, so I didn't have to worry about yes, nothing. I ain't did. have no money worries. And I mean, when I say my sister spoiled me, Gal just was, woo! <laughs> I'm sorry I say Gal, but you know, that's, that's how I talk. <laughs> so, yeah. Gal, Girl, she be, just bought me, she bought me everything, and she did it. So I didn't really learn about money until after I had my first child. So then I had to share my money, and then a person <laughs> came before me. So I started learning. That's kind of how I, I learned budgeting and stuff like that through just having kids. I had Corey at 18. So that little being the little sister, the kitty stuff, that went out out the window. It's like, girl, you got a child now. Mm-hmm. So you going to have to, it's about them. You ask me for something, it's about your child. So yeah, I just learned how to budget and how to learn how to divvy and split my money now because I had a child. And then mm-hmm. after that, it just kept going. I had another child with my, you know, my three kids. So shoot, I pretty much, coming out of high school, I pretty much was, Sharing everything and learning how to divvy my money and budget all the time. So mm-hmm. I kind of got it down packed. It just, you know, you don't, you got to make sure you making the right money. So <laughs> right. So mm. you can afford the stuff you want. But I know I how know. to budget and keep it. I don't think I got it down packed. I, <laughs> yeah, I think I got a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting better, but. <laughs> but it's like they helped me learn how to budget money. I'm telling you that. You, yeah. You and three other people? Shoot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to learn real quick. Like, Darnell, yeah. like you mentioned about the taking out the trash thing, I think we start to notice more when we become a teenager about how other kids are doing things and then starting to look at our you know, parents, what they're doing and not doing. So we do start to really pick up stuff quicker as mm-hmm. a teenager. And especially when we start wanting stuff and maybe our parents can't get it or won't get it. And we start to think about, well, how can I – it's like I'm getting me a job. Yeah. Exactly. And right. then like with the being a parent at a young age, you know, mm-hmm. of course I can relate too. <laughs> but it's right. like it does force you to like figure stuff out real yep, quick. It does. Even though you still make mistakes, it's like it's different from just learning how to be an adult with money, just you versus you and yeah. another, life. another life. So we learn real quick. Even yeah. just getting out of high school, you know, you just had to learn stuff so fast. So mm-hmm. I just feel like with me, I just, it was like trial and error. Like mm. my mom, mm-hmm. my dad didn't teach me about money. I mean, my parents was no longer together when I was like really young, maybe four or five. It was so long ago, me I don't even remember. Mm-hmm. But I just remember my mom being a single parent, me and my older sister in the household. And I just would notice certain things like, I knew she never really told us no. She would just figure out some kind of way to make it happen. Mm. You know, I just didn't really think. I As a kid, you don't really wonder how they make it. You know, how nope. they get stuff done. Right. You just know if there I wanted to be know. in an activity, she'd figure it out. Mm-hmm. If I asked for some new shoes, she would figure yeah, out some type of way out. to get yeah. it. But, like, later on in my, uh, like, teen years, and then even after, like, right after high school, I started to kind of notice, like, certain things um you know struggles like financially or whatever whether if it was having struggle paying certain bills like electricity or water then i and then once i started working at like kfc as a teenager then i started to realize okay 
you know, as a teenager, you think you're making a lot because mm-hmm. you're getting, like, I think the biggest check I got at KFC was, like, $700. Mm-hmm. That was because I was working overtime, like, uh-huh. during, like, spring break one time. I was working, like, every day, like, all day and, like, all evening for, like, a whole week. And I thought I was balling. But just <laughs> yeah, like you, like, either my mom, Frida, or Angela, my sister, was paying my phone bill. So mm-hmm. I didn't have to pay yeah, I didn't have to for stuff. <laughs> I think I was a little spoiled, too. Mm-hmm. But once I became an adult with a kid... May change your life. It really do. <laughs> I so. didn't get the luxuries of being spoiled. I was a hustler. But as a as a teen spoiled, but as I became an adult, yeah, it just totally it changed. Shift, it shifted immediately for me. I was like, oh wow, this, okay, yeah. Then obviously it didn't kill me because I popped the dough. It was back. Know? It was backwards with me though. <laughs> like as a child, I had to hustle, hustle, hustle. Mm-hmm. Like even through um, high school, I had to hustle whatever i was always i was that guy who was known can i have a dollar or whatever like i <laughs> like was at school? yeah like at school or whatever like i would have it but i would never have enough yeah or what i'm just like dang i need just like a, a quarter change. yeah right, right. or whatever but i mean i grew out of it or whatever <laughs> but i can still hustle right but yeah, you can. I know that. like my spoiled part came in my adulthood and i think that a part of it came was when uh my uncle realized my drive or whatever. And then that's when uh, my adopted mom, I call her my adopted mom or whatever, came into uh, my life and kind of realized it just kind of faded out. I think it's still recording. Yeah. Okay. We still here. Was the green dot still showing? Yeah, the green dot still showing. Okay, I guess it might be doing that thing. And maybe because the... um, I think it goes to sleep. It, okay, it's going to go sleep, but it just still record. Okay, cool. Or whatever. No, you're fine, Drew. Yes. Or whatever. Can, we can just, like, chop that part. <laughs> okay. But, I'm yeah. Cool. So, I think they just kind of noticed, um, like, me struggling when I was telling them, like, things that were going on in my life. Mm-hmm. So, them two kind of collectively uh, not knowing at first, and then they realized because uh, my uncle, and then they, they finally met or whatever and, like, talked. So, she was very, she knew she knew my uncle or whatever, like, when we was in the band or whatever. Yeah. And, uh so that's when I experienced the spoiled life. Like, ooh, <laughs> this is what this feels like to kind of yeah. get to get what you want. And it kind of it kind of led on into my twenties. I shook my twenties, y'all. Let me just say, y'all. <laughs> I did. I, I, I shook my twenties financially. I shook them, and then of course I'm a part of the LGBTQ X Y and Z community mm-hmm. or whatever. I had a boyfriend too. Oh my gosh! So we went straight from childhood up to adult years now. Yeah, like, straight, on that straight, now. straight on into it. I'm just because <laughs> I, mean, I like, didn't well. get to. I don't have. I don't have the childhood uh, stories. Yeah, so of, you know, so we can go on right into of it. Being, yeah, being spoiled or whatever. Yeah. I just, I just know I had to get out there and yeah. get it on my own or whatever. But then those years came, so yeah. it was opposite for yeah, me. Yeah, opposite for you. Yeah. As for y'all, y'all. Yeah. Y'all had it during childhood, then adult mm-hmm. life. Me, I got it during adult life. Yeah. Yeah. But gotcha. then those walls quickly came crashing down. Oh. oh you didn't I, shift it like but that. But I, I ain't going to wow. get into the... Ooh, not not, not too deep. Not, yeah, hey, not too... Not, was, not whatever fair. you feel comfortable I, I know. Sharing. I feel like this, that question is coming, so I'm going to try to save it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Because I'll get my whole story. Man, and even know. when I say, like, spoiled, not that we was definitely wasn't rich or anything no, like no, that, no. but we was far from rich, but... 
I didn't feel poor. We didn't feel poor. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, yeah. I never feel like, poor. Like, now that I look back on it, I, was, I know that my mom didn't make a lot of money at all. Yeah. And I know a lot can mean different things to people. Mm-hmm. But when I look back on it, I was like, wow, like, I overall was, like, happy with my childhood. Like, yeah, I yeah. noticed certain things she struggled with, but overall I never felt like... I mean, we had clothes to wear, you know. Right. I had a roof. Like, yeah. yeah, we had. Uh, I always had extra work. money to, at, yeah. like, when Shoes I was at, at work, Pearl. When I was at Pearl, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I didn't just have. I mean, you know, I had a little free lunch. But oh, we all did. But oh, I, I was shaking at free money. lunch. I had sometimes I get two chicken sandwiches at, yeah. at, at school. I was or shaking at free lunch. Man, <laughs> Don't play with me. Oh, I was so mad when that one year they was like. You no longer get free. You get reduced. I when know. I say the 30 cent was killing me, I was like, what? how am I supposed to get 30 cent every day for lunch? It was like, wow, you really going to make me pay for this yeah, lunch? Wow. It would get oh, frustrating because it add up. You'd be like 30. Well, okay, we didn't school 30 days, but you five days a that's week. That's why they used to send it. My mom used to just send it. They send it all at one time. Oh, really? Yeah, for that whole... I didn't have that luxury, so <laughs> that free lunch, yeah. So that, when they said I had to pay thirty cent, that happened to me in high school. But luckily, it happened. It happened around when I was working or whatever. So okay. I was like, yeah, I was like, okay, I guess I won't be coming through this lunch line no more. <laughs> oh, that's a flashback. That's a free lunch. Okay, so next, I want you all to share at least one money experience it could be a good experience or a bad experience like either during your adult years and it could be something that relates to relationships friendships family career business it could relate to anything but something that you feel was one of the most memorable moments and that could probably help someone else too i know so many huh (laughs) yeah First of all, let me do my lips. Got to make sure you're straight on camera. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know. Oh, girl, what else? Oh, that's good, dude. Um, yeah. um, let me see. For me, you said just one? I think, for now, yeah, you can share one. Okay, for, yeah. for now, it was when I first got a finance, a finance car. Mm-hmm. Just jumping out there just because they kept offering me a car and they were saying you get a brand new car off the lot. And I ended up getting a nice, well, I think I had 40 miles on a sports car and this and that. And I didn't do no homework on it. Didn't, you know, don't, didn't know about rates and all that type of stuff. And just let the people give me a high <laughs> note. And I was fresh out of high school, like, kind of like, and I'm like, I just ended up, and that, Ever since I got a car and I just I just had this car note and this car note that I always just got stuck in the car and have a car mm-hmm. note and that just really just traumatized me. <laughs> but no, it just really it just that 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 one choice can live with you for a little while, man. man. Yeah. So it's like nobody mm-hmm. told me about it, nobody said anything about you need to check it. I mean, I went by myself to get the car. I yeah. mean, I ain't have nobody really. Say, you know, it just was ooh somebody gonna give me a new car that's mm-hmm. nice and I could just. I could pay for that because I was, I think I was still living with my mom. So I didn't have no bills and all. I was like, all I got to do is work to pay the car note. Right. But I ain't think about once the work stopped. Exactly. The car note didn't. So it's like, yeah, you just got myself into debt. It's like, it, it is frustrating. Like you say, you went by yourself. So yep. it's like, now I know <clears throat> it's like, it may not be why, especially for a young woman to go by herself to a car lot. Cause mm-hmm. not saying all car salesmen try to take advantage of people. 
but it happens a lot where a woman come by herself she yeah. may be treated differently than if a, a man was with her or mm-hmm. if a man came by herself so it's like and then you said the high expensive car note mm-hmm. I'm sure the interest rate may, might have been high too so it's, it's like you're thinking oh I got a new car but is this really a good deal for me you know what I'm saying and it's like then you start thinking about how much you probably really put into the car mm-hmm. you know sometimes when you do have a car note that's high or high interest rate it's like you're paying way more than a car is really worth and it's like exactly. it's a learning experience though but yeah. I, I've been that way too where I've been in a I went by myself. Like, I usually didn't know to, even if it's, like, take any guy with you. Like, they mm-hmm. will definitely try to, like, treat you differently. Even when you go yeah. to, like, repair shops and of stuff. Yeah, they treat you differently, you know. Yeah. But, hey, at least we know we, we learn from it. They do it to the guys, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, yeah, they I do. Men do it all that, the time, yeah. and I have to check them. Yeah, hey, baby. Don't don't play that game. Right. Over here. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm not I'm the here. one. I'm not the one. <laughs> no, I got time to go too. Ooh. Oh. So what, what about, about you, Darnell? <laughs> it took me a minute to grasp. So I got like a lot of. It took me a minute to really grasp things financially. Um. I guess I just start early off. Um. The t- most typical thing. Um. Credit cards in college. Mm-hmm. I think I got like three of them bad boys. Uh, then I, uh, I got two. I got offered two, and I got offered another one. Raised the rate on one of them because I could. <laughs> then turn around and got two. Um, I got like a uh, what do you call like a Gap card, like Express oh, yeah. card, like mm-hmm. a yeah. clothing store, mm-hmm. I and I was up. just kind of going. Ooh, I was just going crazy. I was going yeah. hard out crazy, but yeah, did not really understanding the uh, the choice of paying them off and being consistent with it. Because I will say, I did start. I was paying them off, not off, but I was paying like mm-hmm. the bill. But no one told me about like the consistency of when you pay it out, stop or mm-hmm. cut the card up and just build your credit. Uh, I I didn't get those talks. Right. All I got was the. The parents saying, don't you take those credit cards when you get to college. Mm-hmm. And, you know, anytime your parent tells you don't do something, that's like the the magic red <laughs> yeah. button that you got to <laughs> push. So it's like, why are you yeah. telling me that I can't have these credit cards, <laughs> right. but you over here you flogging and living life, <laughs> right. swiping left and right. Right. I want to experience what you experience, too. It, yeah. you know, make it make sense, too. Yeah. Right. Like, let me know. <laughs> What's right going on? Yeah. So, of course, I took the cards and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I just didn't do good <laughs> on them. But yeah. I mean, I was I was young. I was like 17, 18, no, 18 years old. Mm-hmm. I was paying my car note. Right. Like I was paying that. Right. I mean, I think that's like the only thing responsible I did with the with the what um the credit card was paying my uh car note cuz yeah. I ended up paying off my car. Yeah. But that's- that was it. I was going shopping and everything, yeah. so um, and new outfits and stuff. <laughs> like, and I, mean, I had yeah. yeah, I just that's what I got. I had time. just started off into the lifestyle too, like yeah. so, and I didn't know about fashion, so I had mm-hmm. like three good, uh, two close friends, um, that were kind of like my my big big brothers or whatever. Shouts out to them because without them, I don't know where I would be in this community mm-hmm. or whatever. But they really like taught me what to do, what not to do, how to do, how to act, and all this, that, and the third. But uh, they was very fashionable, so I was trying to keep up yeah. with them. 
And I was like, y'all got what? <laughs> oh, let me. Yeah. Right. I got it too, you know, so. You're not trying to be looking. Don't leave me right. out. Right. You looking right. average. Yeah, you look raggedy, at, looking right. average looking and raggedy. Like, exactly. Yeah, our community will do that to you. Yeah. <laughs> it will do okay. that to you. I had the okay. same experience with the credit cards. Like, I didn't, nobody in my family talked to me about money at all. So, mm-hmm. when I graduated from high school, had Destiny, and, you know, went to college, like, I just knew, even with the college thing, I just knew I fill out the FAFSA, sign up for student loans, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody really talked about trying to find ways to go to school with grants or scholarships or getting, like, your costs reduced yes. in some type of way. So I just had all them student loans. Then, of course, you started getting all the credit card offers. Like, I got Bank of America, and I got Ooh. a Target credit card. But the Target credit card was an in-store Target credit card for, like, $200. So I would use it, and I was paying it off. Then they was like, oh, we're going to increase it to $1,000. Okay, I'm, like, 18, 19 years old with $1,000 Target. Of course Dang. I'm going to max it out. All right. all so I'll max that out. But I, was, but I was paying it off because, you know, I couldn't afford it, but I was getting the refund. So I would use the refunds, mm-hmm. the uh, school refund, yeah. which really, it was all student loans. Mm-hmm. Um, I would pay off the car. And then it was like, oh, well, no longer is this go- not going to be a Target uh, in-store credit card, but it's going to be a Target Visa. You can use it anywhere. And we're going to raise your limit to $5,000. Uh-huh. I said, I'm mm-hmm. rich. Mm-hmm. You know, like... That's the type of mindset I had. I didn't really think this is still debt. You're going to have to pay this back. Mm-hmm. And yep. plus interest and fees if you don't pay it back on time. But at the time, I wasn't thinking about that. Exactly. I just was living paycheck to paycheck. Yep. I was just going with the flow, trying to keep up. Like you said, like trying to keep up with friends in certain ways, like buying clothes, knowing I couldn't really afford it or didn't really need it. So that's why I just think about the beginning, like, compared to us now. Like, we're not perfect, but you be thinking, like, ooh, the stuff I used to do back then. Yeah, ooh, I wouldn't do it now. I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't Only I dare. knew. But we was younger, so we just really yeah. didn't know no better. But at the same time, I think we all know we we not, we not wasn't going to use it as an excuse to keep, yeah. mm-hmm. to keep yeah. you know, mismanaging money. Exactly. Although we are still learning, but those credit cards is a big thing because, they, they can get you caught up, just like with the payday loans. Oh. Ooh. Man, I was in the payday loan cycle to the point where I was just like, I was never going to get out of debt with these people, man. <laughs> yeah, because you know how they do. You go pay it off, and they and be you like, gotta oh, you don't have to back. pay it off. Just, you know, write another check man. and or just pay the little fee, That's and then you can just roll it over and start again. Devil, and it got to the point where I literally would close checking accounts. Yeah, just to... So I went, it was so trifling. I was living like, oh Then we started talking about the trifling stuff I used to do. That's serious. That's a whole other segment about the trifling things that we need to do to survive. Oh, I would like to get into because I just feel like as any young people who are watching this podcast, I would just like to say (laughs) that is what you call paying your dues. You got to learn. Someone is always going to be there to tell you no, don't do this, mm-hmm. but it's right. ultimately up to you whether you're going to take that risk or not. Right. And nine times out of ten, you're going to take that risk. Right. But, but we're trying like, to give you the knowledge to take the risk, but 
But now, luckily, they have these options. Yeah, they can just start research and try to figure out and look at people talking about it and see, ooh, is this a good, uh, you know, money making decision or a good exactly. money decision? Exactly. We didn't have no, no exactly. internet but to pull I'll, up and look and, for. And that's so what I'm saying. They don't really have an so excuse now as to why they would do that. Because so they could be just a little bit more responsible with their risk as well. Right. Like, okay, if I do take this car, at least pay the exactly. the interest or mm-hmm. the, the the rates or whatever. Right. You know, you know what I'm yeah. saying. Right. We didn't know any of that. We I'm just out here living lavish, mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come on, give me yeah. these shoes or that's whatever. It. We didn't have like, it. yeah. I mean, so. it is what it is. We learned the hard way. Yeah, so. we learned lessons. So oh, that's yeah. the most important part that we learn from it and can teach somebody else oh, not yeah. to make the same mistakes. Although people got to make their own mistakes, they do. But at least we can share like what we actually exactly. been through and where we came from. It. Yep. All right. Next. So, what is your biggest money mistake and your best money decision? Oh, wow. In the realm of what, though? Like It could be anything. Anything that deals with finances, money, some that you would consider as, it doesn't have to be the biggest, but just one of the biggest mistakes you felt like that you've made. Like, for me, I feel like one of my biggest was when I paid $2,500 for someone to fix my credit. But it was because I was desperate. Mm. And you do stuff that you normally wouldn't do when you're desperate. Because some people would think, like, are you crazy, Cleo? $2,500 for somebody to fix your credit? But it could have been $25 in your account. You know, at that time, I was was still getting a refund. So I had my refund, and I used that. And I felt like that was going to help me get me a new car because I didn't have one at the time. The one I had broke down. And someone referred this person to me, and I paid the fee, and it ended up, get into a situation where they they took the fee and they didn't do anything really and i'm having to take trying to take them to court but i feel like that was my biggest because i was in a desperate position Mm -hmm. i spent so much money trying to do an easy fix when i really should have tried to either do my research on this person or try to learn how to do it myself you know but i feel like when you're in a desperate position you got to be careful of this the decisions that you're trying to make when you're desperate because some most of the time it's not a good decision. And I probably should have maybe had some conversations with some people before I really made that decision, too. I think that's important is talking mm-hmm. with people that you trust, of course, mm-hmm. to help you make certain decisions before you actually, like, make the decision. Okay. Ooh, wow. I mean, yeah, we all have long lists of biggest mistakes. Man, but just one you want to share. I just have so many, but what's one that would be beneficial to the program? Oh no! Just speak from your mind, your heart, whatever you feel like sharing. That you feel is like your biggest. I think for me, <clears throat> I'm just thinking about one. It's when I had a car paid off, and I just felt like I just had to keep getting it, getting the car maintenance and maintenance and maintenance. You know, and I was like, I'm tired. Of, I need, you know, I'm tired of getting this car fixed. I might as well just give me another one. And then, and then you get to that point where, when you're young, and that's the thing growing up from where we're from and stuff that. Ooh, well, it takes time. You go get you another one. You yeah. see what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think I fell into that that trap one time, and then I could have just got. I feel like now, the stuff that I know now, I could have easily just got the car fixed with the lump sum of money and still had no car note. But yeah. instead, I wanted wanted something that just rolled and I didn't have to get fixed. Mm-hmm. And just now I'm paying a car note. I'm stuck with a note. Yeah. So that's one. Of, that was one of my biggest mistakes. Because <laughs> I'm really thinking. <laughs> 
Because I was so trifling as Oh, give us the trifling story. Oh, my gosh. Spit it out. <laughs> no. I, no, I'm just really, I'm really, like, scanning my brain, like, like, you trifling. Like, you don't did some things yeah. or whatever. But, like you said, I did them out of desperation to fix mm-hmm. this situation or whatever. Um... You know what? I I will say this. One now. Side side note. I'm not saying this is a scam or nothing like that. Okay. I think my biggest mistake was going to a fancy school in New York and not really being able financially to pay for because my school was like thirties. 36 something a lot it was a lot of money Mm -hmm. or whatever and um i had got some scholarships but my loans were just humongous Mm -hmm. now thankfully i paid those off or whatever (laughs) but it it, it just took me a minute or whatever Mm -hmm. and one of the ways how i paid them off or whatever was like tax time i just said take it and you know go towards my tax or whatever and i actually had paid it down i just I think I was in such a rush to, because I had just finished at Alabama State and Nashville State, and but I was such in a rush to really get into my profession of what I wanted to do, and I felt like that's the school that needed. And instead of like just actually taking my time financially or writing the letters to get as mm-hmm. much as free money as mm-hmm. I could or whatever, yeah. Yeah, I just kind of rushed it. And yeah. just went and was just signing or whatever. And one of the things I did, <laughs> one of the things I did was, you know what? No, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna be real. Yeah, keep it real. I'm gonna, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and that? tell you the story or whatever. So one of the things were is that I got a Parent Plus loan in my mm-hmm. grandmother's night. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now these whole this whole entire time I was in school. I don't think she knew that I had the Parent Plus loan or whatever mm. because she was just signing papers. She had to sign papers mm. for me or whatever. Okay. So this whole whole entire time, I was very uneasy in my process of school yeah. because my grandmother was someone who I really, really, really respected or whatever, like mm-hmm. hands down, you know, spoke very highly of mm-hmm. her, would have loved her dearly. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I was just like, you know how something just eat at you, eat at your conscience yeah. mm-hmm. or whatever you, and you just like, now you know better than that. Now, darn it, you know you weren't supposed, you yeah. weren't supposed to yeah. do that or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't really function the way that I needed to in school because it would just eat me every, not every day, but it'd be sometimes where where I had to go to the financial mm-hmm. office and do oh, something. Yeah. I would have to do things of that nature, or whatever. And then I think. Um, one day I came home for Easter or something like that, and we yeah. went over my aunt's, and I stay with my grandmama or whatever, you know, go see, you know, always go see your family when you come yeah. home from college. Mm-hmm. And she told me in the car, she said, I know you got that Parent Plus loan in my name. And I was like, ooh. Y'all, when I say I just ooh. knew the backhand was coming. Did you get in trouble? To, no. Okay. She said, wow, that's I, she said, you know, I know you did it because you need to get in school. Yeah. And as long as you do what you're supposed to do, I'm okay with mm-hmm. it. And then she said, sidebar, because you're going to be here longer than me, so you're going to have to pay it back anyway. 
Yeah, she said, I'm not paying for it or whatever, but she said, I understand. And she said, yeah. you know, I was doing really well in school. Yeah. And she was just like, just make something of yourself if mm-hmm. you're going to do it. That's, so that's from that count. point on, yeah. when I say I flourished yeah. in yeah. school, because it was like, wow, yeah. it's been lifted off my yeah. shoulder yeah. or whatever. Yeah. It was lifted it. off my shoulder. So I like flourished in school or whatever and finished. And, but that, like for a year and a half, they eating on you or whatever. Yeah, I, know. Be the I was thing, like, ooh, keep, yeah. because you, you know, especially when you respect somebody or yeah, whatever. But desperation. When you desperate, you do what you got to yeah, do to survive in this life. Yeah, and I've had to make those types of decisions a lot. Mm-hmm. Being a mother of three by myself, real early. Like you, you gotta think fast. You gotta think fast. Do whatever it takes to feed your kids, man. I'm telling you, so I know. And so, yeah, so like right. that was a, that was like a life lesson or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm never doing no, no mess like that again. Like yeah. I just, I was like, right. I ain't never, especially to somebody who you really respect and love yeah. or whatever. And it was just kind of like, but when she said it, she was like, I knew, I knew what I was saying. Like she was, yeah. like, she was like, I knew yeah, what I, I was saying and whatever. You, yeah. I ain't no dummy. <laughs> I was, was like, just, I know. She said, I know or whatever. Yeah. So I guess to her. I don't know. I guess she just felt like I needed to know that, that you know, you, that she, she knew. Because she knew okay. I was coming was around okay. or whatever. Because yeah. I would always be uneasy around my grandmother, too. Like, yeah, okay, yeah. Or whatever. So I guess she just kind of was like, let me go ahead and break this ice yeah, so he so can do what he, he, need, do what yeah, he needs to do. Let him be him. Or whatever, yeah. So that's one of my biggest, biggest money Well, at least she had that support and that she didn't, like, attack you or, like, Oh uh, Yeah, because it could have went the other way where she yeah. could have said, I'm, I'm bringing it along. I'm calling the police yeah, on you. Yeah. Fry. You know, some family. Some families don't, don't, they don't care or whatever. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, growing up the way that I grew up, she was just like, I understand. That's good. Or whatever. So I was like, I'm, so I've always been forever and grateful and thankful. That's one of the reasons why I kind of yeah. strive in what I do. Right. And my profession is, is because she gave me that, what's the word? What, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? That, that drive, that support that I needed, that encouragement, oh, encouragement yeah, or whatever that I needed to, you know, move along in that process. But okay, enough about me. Ooh. I mean, what is the, the good stuff? You oh, said yeah, the good? So what do you feel like Ooh. is your um, best money decision, one of your best money decisions? I think I'm still looking for it. Well, I, oh, you I, got I don't have stuff. like, you got some good stuff? You go first. I mean, I don't really, that's what I'm saying, I don't really have. For me, it's a good. It's good for me. Yeah, if that's what you want to say. But for others, yeah. you know. So for, you. for me, I feel like all the money that I've invested in my boys, mm-hmm. on, and just playing sports all these years since they was five. Yeah. And I and I would always say I'm like y'all. Be, I would tell them all the time. I'm like, listen, y'all better go pro with something. All this money I'm spending, <laughs> I'm gonna beat you down. <laughs> y'all, y'all got, I got a lot of money I'm spending on y'all. I'm putting it on y'all. But uh-huh. then you know, and so even though now they're getting older, and some and, and some of them. Out of the three, they're just like, I don't know if I want to go pro. You know, you kind of had this. And they, they're like, I don't know if I want to go pro now. Mm-hmm. I just want to do something else. Something else is, you know, whatever they want. And I'm not the type that's going to push them to do something that they don't want to do, even mm-hmm. though I've invested in it. It's just what it is. I don't. Want, I wouldn't want anybody to do it to me. But for my own sake, I was like, what was the good part about me doing this if they didn't go pro? But for me, it was all these years I've kept them out of trouble. Mm-hmm. So that was a good investment for me because yeah. I was always busy. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's a good one. I feel like that was a dope investment. I yeah. think about it, even if they don't go pro or not. So that's for anybody that if you invest in your kids, stop pushing them to just really go pro 
just it's keeping them active and keeping them out of trouble. So that's a good investment. Yeah, mm, that's a, that's a good one. I like that's that. That's what I think. Yeah, for me, right? <laughs> um, I think that'll help other parents too. Yeah, yeah. Because I think sometimes as parents we spend all this time and money and stuff, and we just want to see them be this pro athlete. Mm-hmm. That you have to remember, they may get to a point where they like, this is not really what I want. Yeah, I was enjoying it, but and I probably thought I did want to do this, but now I don't. So, right. like you're saying, you you support them whether if they want to go pro or if mm-hmm. they don't, and mm-hmm. they good boys and not into any trouble out here acting a fool. You, so, dude. like you said, for you, that's still good, <laughs> yeah, investment, that was my good so. investment. I'm a prime example of that. <laughs> I danced from six all the way until what I was 18, and then when I graduated. I was like, I'm not dancing no more. When mm-hmm. I say it blew everybody over, because I just felt like, <laughs> I don't yeah, know, I just felt like I wasn't man. getting that, you know, the support I needed from, like, the school that I was in or right, whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, well, I don't want to go through this. Yeah. If this is how the life is going to be, of course, that all changed. But exactly. It, it, it all changed. But, yeah, it, it happens. Like, yeah, it really it does just, happen when you, you do something from a young age. Yeah, and you, you get, get there, you and you just, like, I don't really want to do, do this, this no more. more. Yeah, it's not fun for me either. Like, when it fun come out of it and start feel like it's a, a job. obligation to mm-hmm. job, it's like, ah, take me out. Yeah. Take me out, coach. Yeah. Yeah. So, Darnell, what's one biggest or best money decision you feel like you've made? I feel like I, feel like I don't have now, don't underestimate yourself. It could now. be, the, look what I just used. I yeah. Mean, you know, I mean, but that's a, that's a big thing for me, in my eyes. Okay, I, mean, I, think, oh, I feel like okay. that's a big thing. Because, you know, with the way that uh, the system is going with our black men or whatever. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? You, okay. This could be something that, that, this could be something small or big. I yeah. think mine is more small. I think. Um, you may think it's small. We may not. Right. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I, for me. I think it was just learning how to save. Mm-hmm. Um, I once I like yeah, turn once I turned <laughs> professional, I really learned how to like budget my money and save. Now I still had some moments where I was just like, "Ooh, what am I doing Ooh, here?" Yeah. Or whatever. Like I really did, mm-hmm. you know? Oh yeah. Like Leo know <laughs> or whatever. But um, I ain't faking no funk now. No, but <laughs> you know. But I think. When I turned pro, uh, pro <laughs> look at me when I turned pro. Turn pro. <laughs> <laughs> pro. Um, I, that was one was like learning how to save and and budget money and actually saying no to certain things. Um, yeah. Another thing was what I recently just started this year because of you was investing into stock. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was that's something I've always wanted to do, mm-hmm. like for years. Mm-hmm. And then this year we was in yep. a pandemic she or whatever. Pandemic and her, it just kind of uh-huh. connected. It's like okay, it was got a pandemic. Time today. Yeah, yeah. Into it. and so, and I had right savings time. again. And I said, mm-hmm. okay, do do do. When you mm-hmm. was like, I'm gonna bless you guys with blah blah <laughs> Man, blah. She loved blessing people. She loved blessing. She needs to bless me again. <laughs> But uh, oh, anyways, um, yeah. So that's that. I think that's one of my <laughs> mm-hmm. my biggest moments of uh, what you say, happy moment. Uh, um, best money. Decision. My best money. money de- one of my best money decisions mm-hmm. was learning how to budget, learning how to, ha- how to actually save, and investing into 
mm-hmm. stock or whatever. Yeah. Now I'm still looking at them stocks like when they gonna pop up because I, I want the I want the big dreams, but yeah. I'm being patient because I know it takes years. Yeah. But just the fact that I did it, yeah, or whatever, I was just like, ooh, that's I never it. thought that's your accomplishment. That's what I'm saying. Who, yeah. who's you to say that's your right? I still think it's small. I, 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 it's you know, your goals for yourself. I guess so. That yeah. you meet yeah. on your own, not everybody else. What you think? Okay, whatever. Right. Don't beat up on Darnell. Right. <laughs> I learned that way too. Whatever. Y'all so silly. <laughs> Okay, so next up, so Darnell, this is a question for you. So, what was the moment you decided that you wanted a career in the entertainment industry, and how has it impacted your finances or other areas of your life? Ooh, the moment. Let's see. I okay, 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 okay. okay. Let me, because I want to wrap this up. I don't want to be all day because I can go forever. Right. Um. <laughs> right, yeah, she gonna agree with it. Keep, keep, keep it detailed and cute. Girl, and show. petty. Stop she's so petty. She's so petty. Oh, <laughs> let's see. Um, I want to say, I. <laughs> oh man, I can't. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Oh my gosh. So, like I said, I've been dancing since I was six or whatever. Then I said I wanted to stop when I after I graduated from high school. Then um, I was on the dance team at Alabama State, um, the uh, collected dance team, um, one of the first original members. Thank you. They're still going today. Just want to throw that out there. She hates me. But uh, but now, anyway, (laughs) so um, right there, I kind of like strived. um, I mean, I strived, thrived uh, in, in the dance community at Alabama State. And I said, wow, this is something that I think, I think I made a mistake in quitting or whatever because it was just something that I was so good at. And I remember my chilling coach was, I got kicked off the chilling team. (laughs) 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 Oh, you know, my my mouth was reckless. Man, it been reckless. Yeah, right. Anyways, whatever. (laughs) But, um, and then I ended up joining the the dance team and my uh, chilling coach, I thought she hated me or whatever. But she came up to me and she was just like, it was meant you weren't meant to be no cheerleader. Mm-hmm. She was like, I, I see, I just see your whole heart and soul out there on that floor. And she said, You right where you belong. And she said, I just want you to know there ain't no love lost or whatever. Yeah. So that's where you want to be. So right then and there, I was kind of like, Okay, maybe, maybe it's something here mm-hmm. or whatever. And I think um, I was talking to one of my friends who uh, went to uh, AMDA. Uh, that's America's Musical and Dramatic Academy of New York <laughs> school I went to. Um, oh, seven. Um, she was talking to me, um, and she said, "You need to come check this out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is it's it's cool up here or whatever. And this is a school like solely for us because I just right. was not about the math, English, and all this. Stuff. I was just like, girl, I'm over this. Like, this ain't what I'm trying yeah, to yeah. do." Right. Yeah, or whatever, like I'm just trying to kick, split, a turn, and sing, <laughs> like you know. Simple. So went up there, um, and it was just once I learned the business. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm ready to go. Like this, this is this is this is it. Oh, what was the other question? Because I I want to bleed into the. This was the, um, you know. You choosing a, a career in the entertainment industry, how has it impacted your finances or other areas of your life? Okay, yeah. So, you know, it took me a little minute to, uh, once I finished with school, I came back home. It took me a little minute. I had got a job with Royal Caribbean, <laughs> whatever, and... Uh, <laughs> 
I ain't telling that part because I don't want nobody to be no fool in love. But I got a job with Royal Caribbean. But for unforeseen reasons, I didn't take the job. I figure it out. That. I ain't going to get into it or <laughs> whatever. It but um, Another episode. Another episode. Not because me. Layla going to cuss me out when, when she see this podcast. Oh, she okay. yeah, well, she okay. be like, oh, so you, you did that? Okay. <laughs> oh, um, but uh, yeah, so I really just slicked tone on myself. But yeah. Um, <laughs> So it it took a little it took a little minute or whatever for me to like get back on track because like I said I'm part of the the LGBT community I started J setting or whatever but I was like doing little side gigs you know we was like doing neon kisses a lot of stuff yeah. or whatever I had like a little opportunity to like work with one of the Titans cheerleaders captains or whatever I was always so amazed by them mm-hmm. or whatever NFL cheer and I think I hit a brick wall and this mm-hmm. is going back to when I said about me being spoiled was. I got cut off from everybody. Mm. I got cut off from my boyfriend, my girl, uh, not my grandma, my uncle, and me, Lele. Mm. Like, all at the same time. So, I kind of, like, had to learn how to hustle again. Mm. So, my only thought process was to, let's go let's go back to school. Yeah. So, my school had got a bachelor's program. I was going to go back. Didn't go. Yeah. So, um, no, wasn't financially able to go. Okay. And, um... But I was fortunate enough to uh, my big sis or what it was like. Well, just come stay with me, and went up there, and that's when I got another a second chance. I call it a second chance with yeah. uh, NCL or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. that's when things for me financially changed yeah. uh, for the better. When I was able to come home and buy a car, I ain't <laughs> never been able to do no that's mess like that. Yeah. Like you know you what I'm saying? That scene? You, yeah. I guess so. Whatever you know, I. I when, when I look at these things, you, you don't look at it as yeah, you know, because you, I'm like, that's life. It's re- I, yeah. I'm, I'm being responsible. <laughs> right. That's it. Responsible. Responsible. You know, so yeah. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to be doing this. I'm supposed right. to yeah. make make the money. I'm supposed yeah, to have you feel enough. Like you're supposed to, but that yeah. was just, you hadn't did it before, so that's something that you accomplished. Yeah, so. Time. Thank you, Thank you, friend. See, sometimes we, we do kind of underestimate certain said, stuff we've been through, but then we realize that was something that was really big or important so it's like exactly. it's worth it to like acknowledge it and share it just yeah. so i said other people look at it as a big accomplishment as you look at it it's just yeah i was just like okay doing. i'm making this is what yeah. i'm supposed to be doing yeah. i got a job i'm a professional right like a professional yeah. professional yeah. now or whatever yeah. i'm making the money i'm saving i remember yeah. when i first got my first check y'all <laughs> I oh bet. my I god i had yeah. never seen so many numbers on a paycheck before i was like wow, wow. you probably have to stare at it like mm-hmm. oh i was scared to spend it somebody had to tell me it's okay <laughs> like i literally was just stacking like, money and, and like imagine. like pinching it's yeah. like that's your money you just yeah you know oh, make sure man. you take care of life or <laughs> right whatever. yeah but enjoy something but yeah that was um that was a moment where um about my, my professionalism, that's when things financially for me changed mm. was when I, I took on that first gig or Ooh, whatever. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been down I've been down through that. I baby. know. We See we could we could yeah. we could tell stories all day. Oh uh, yeah, I, 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 I got some stories. Some, man, y'all already know. It's it's crazy. All right, Steph. Oh no, how do you feel your experience as a mother? has impacted your finances and prepared you for other areas of your life? <laughs> These questions are so hard. They are, but they're not. Which one do I want to talk about? Making us dig, dig a little deep. Yeah. Okay, okay, but yeah. 
Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> what, what? What was the question? <laughs> How do you feel your experience as a mother has impacted your finances and prepared you for other areas of your life? Okay. So, yeah. Um, I feel like, this is just from to start, I feel like the very first time where I just, I mean, I, I shifted from being dependent, because when I had Corey, my older son, to independent, of course, as I kept having my children. But the, the thing that shifted for me, because even though I had all of them, I had their dad, you know, I was he was at my high school sweetheart, so he was around and doing, you know, and so I didn't feel it, the single parent thing like that for a mm-hmm. while. And then, but what really shifted and what changed it was when the kid's dad went to jail mm. for three years. So that's when I just became like the ultimate and serious quick just out of nowhere single mom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh for real? You mean tell me I gotta raise these three kids by myself and man gone like that? So you just like, oh man, so you start making just man. Then I had to move and get, you know, then and I, I didn't grow up with just being able to just live with people and just, you know, just, and not have bills and not have to pay stuff. Mm-hmm. So I felt like I was paying bills, <clears throat> excuse me, I was paying bills and live with my mom and I was still having to follow rules like I was a child. And then I had three kids. Nah, we ain't doing that. Like, I'm a whole yeah. grown woman now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell myself what to do. Yeah. I'm going to get out your house, mama. So I went on and moved and then, you know, that's when I started feeling it's just real life, man. Like the bills, then you got your kids, and you got a little bit of help, but you're young, young out there. Mm-hmm. So you just start just making a little bit. You know, you, you like you say, you get desperate. Like you know, the kids, they could, especially now. I got more desperate, especially around the holidays. Mm-hmm. That's when I would just yeah. make stupid decisions. <laughs> like you go get a whole. You know how you used to get those layaways and stuff. And you get like, used to spending money you don't even get just mm-hmm. for for the kids to wake up with some stuff under the tree the whole time you done missed a bill. Yeah. Can't mm-hmm. nobody get, you know. Yeah. I feel so, that. you know, you just, it's just stuff that you wouldn't have done if you didn't have kids. Yeah. And you just making those little stupid financial decisions. Then later on, you're like, man, I'm still just. <laughs> <laughs> really, Steph, you could have did better with that because that stuff wasn't even that serious. Right. And getting all that stuff. So you like, but it is what it is. The stuff you do, because my kids will forever remember that. So it's just like, whatever. But like, right, we could have been in a better space of... if y'all didn't get them Xboxes and PS4s and stuff. Or something. But, yeah. <laughs> I know it's hard not to do that because we feel like obligated to get yeah. our kids stuff. And then we don't want the kids to be like our, the only kids to not have gifts and stuff. So mm-hmm. we do do stuff like that to make right. sure they have it, even if we missing bills and stuff yeah. but then later we realized that you know it's okay to not have gifts this year Bam. you know it's like yeah you don't you don't want to say that or you don't want kids to experience it but you, but it's like you think about so you want to keep doing this cycle every right. Christmas so you, you know just looking stupid it's and like broke. you really got to think about okay yeah. how can I be more prepared next year if I at least or maybe not buy as much gifts as I usually yeah, do just maybe I to something back a little bit just one little thing that's real that matters like Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of take, take it down a notch instead of just having a lot of gifts on the tree. I think this, I don't even know if that's a, I, I guess that's everybody does that. It's just right. having a lot of gifts. But some people are just more prepared. Right. That's we true. used to wait to the last minute and just cram it all in and then you yeah. sit there playing with bill money when you're supposed to have been mm-hmm. buying that stuff a long time ago. I would say my mom, my uh, mother was really good about later. that. Mm-hmm. She was really good about uh, Christmas. 
mm-hmm. or whatever. Not to dip off off your schedule or whatever. But I just noticed that when you, when y'all said that, I was like, oh, my mom was pretty good about yeah. that. She would ask me what I wanted, and she would get the big thing, and then everything else would be clothes and shoes. Yeah, yeah. And socks That's or whatever. It. Like, yeah. I always got the yeah. Sega Genesis, the mm-hmm. go-kart, mm-hmm. the yeah. BB gun. Like, I got the big... Big stuff, rollerblades, whatever, and yeah, then yeah. so I think I would have like maybe three or four biggest. And mm-hmm. to be honest, those are the only things that I cared about. Yeah, the other the, stuff was yeah. just like that. You I, remember that come come open the rest that the, when you tell me to come open the rest, that means I didn't want it. Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I wanted. When I saw the Sega Genesis, <laughs> it, right. I was done. it was it was a get up. And go to yes, my room. Right. And she said, job, you nothing. Uh, I said, you did what you were supposed to <laughs> you do. You did that right, back. I'm happy. Well, yeah. She said, but you got back, another. No, I don't no, care what I'm that good. is. Is that the controller? Is that, is that a right? Is that the controller? That's why I come to my room with it. Man, man my mom was like, you're not going to open up your gifts? I said, I think this is what I've really been looking for. And when I say I literally moved the gifts out the way, she said, how do you even know? The whole time you've been looking under the tree shaking it, trying to she said, I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Sega. Man, I was yes. like, I, I love me some Sega Genesis. She could have got, that could have been the only thing that she got me, and I would have been like. Done. That's what I'm saying. If you think about those small things, that you, but you just was worried about how much was looking, how to look under the tree for other people, and other people's liking, really. Right. And the whole time, you just have your, just to have your kids something to open. But that's just so what they're showing us on people. TV and stuff all the time. Just get them what they, they want. Thank you. Don't worry about having 10, 15 gifts. I'm telling y'all from experience as an only child too. Shoot. Don't you do it. Don't 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 do it. I guarantee you. They be like, okay, bye. If they want a PS5, you ain't gotta worry about nothing else. I'm telling you. It's like two something. It's not that bad. I thought it was more than that. I don't know about that. Are well, you sure? whatever it is, well, ain't nobody know. getting it because everybody getting denied. So <laughs> it's still sitting in the back of Walmart. Oh, the Walmart workers got it. That's why it can't nobody get it. But anyway, that's enough. <sighs> right. That's still a good, important thing to think about. Wait, yeah. well, did I finish my question? I, I don't you know. You did. No, it's fine. What was it? Um, no, you did. You answered it. Okay. We just kind of rolled into talking Some about Christmas time. gifts with Darnell. My bad. Because I was just, I was no, thinking about cool. that. By you being a single yeah. mother, you made me think yeah. about my mother yeah. and yeah. what she did. And But I just noticed that she was really good. I remember she made a statement once upon a time. She was like, I don't really get to buy him whatever he wants throughout the year. So yeah. when it comes to Christmas, yeah. girl, I got in trouble one day and one of her friends said, take his Christmas away or whatever. And she was like, I can't do that to him yeah. because... I don't get, I can't get him everything yeah. he wants. So this is the one day uh-huh. that That's I can get I him like. whatever. And she said, now afterwards, I'll take his gifts away when he go right. back to school. Right. There you go. I, think I, was, I think I was cutting up terrible that girl <laughs> or whatever. But Bad yeah. Darnell. Whatever. Okay, so this is a question I didn't really have on my list. Oh, but I wanted gone. to ask you around with them. Gone. But I wanted to know y'all's thoughts. Oh, sounds so country, y'all. That's um, why it's like, I, I can't, I have no other way. I want know. to get y'all's thoughts on money and relationships. So y'all have more experience than me. So I'm single, been single for quite a while. Wait a minute, what you saying? Right, I'm confused. Well, I'm confused. So what I'm saying is, I know for me, I don't have experience uh, sharing expenses with a significant other. It's always just been me oh independent so i'm just wondering what are y'all thoughts on money and relationships whether if y'all living together or not living together like what do you feel like you learn from or what you may do differently like in your next relationship when it comes to handling money with 
your partner. Yes. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I guess I should be the one to kind of chime in on that. <laughs> Cleo knows why. Everybody knows. Stop playing games, Cleo. Right. <laughs> hey, but but like, she's hey. not a she's not a she's to sneak you like it's just based on question of step to what she's been to say. Well, I know too. I have you, you got some go experience ahead? too. Gonna, I mean, I don't. I just think that's a lot of um. Discussion. You said an experience or a few or what? Like how you wanted me to? Oh, just kind of overall, just based on your past experience well, okay. with money and relationships. As far as like, just with, with relationships with money, you kind of got to. It's big to both be on the same page, man, because money will it money will end your relationship. It, yeah. It's that crucial that if you're not if you if if like you're with a person that's a big spender and you're a saver. Oh no. That ain't gonna work out. I think the person that's a big spender yes. might need to submit to the you know to save it because I don't I don't see why they would how they would work if they if they if this person constant spending they argue all the time and the other person just want to save 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 I I had that that moment with a guy I was with I can't even say their name I don't want to put him out there but <laughs> he know who he is he was just real serious on saving it it, it he almost let you go without. Just to save money, like it was like a bill about to get cut off. Are you really just gonna save him? Yeah, I, I don't save believe. Me. I don't believe I in save. dying for a saving save. now. And so it's just like you know you can't, but you it's other stuff that you liked about him and you wish it would work. It's like that little one thing really was like a deal breaker for me. It's like no, nah, you ain't gonna let me suffer or go without because you're trying to save. Like that's just too much for me. But you that's know? the point. Isn't so that the point gotta, of the savings though? Like so that when something like that for emergencies or so, whatever. Yeah. yeah, and then I was one. So, you know, that was one, and then I was the one that was more of the, I was one of the, more of the saver on this end of the relationship, on this other relationship I was, you know, marriage I was in, whatever, that, that person was more so the biggest spender, and I was a saver, so it just wasn't, it didn't work, so that's why I said, you gotta kind of have a, a communication, you gotta get together and be like, listen, it's fine to spend, we'll have, we'll let you have your money, but let's have, let's save this amount first, Mm-hmm. Then we say, okay, this is time we can spend. You got to kind of like have some discipline between each other because it has to be a happy medium. That is that will mm-hmm. make you so mad if you kind of trying to save this money. You be like, hey, what happened to the money? What? Yeah. Oh, well, I just went on. No, nah, we don't play them type of games. Like you got to right. be on because that will just end. That can end your stuff. Yeah. Money. That's a big deal breaker, man. You can't play with that. So and and you know, like you say, you can love somebody something about people. You can love them and all that works. But when you get in the same household and you start. Yo, stuff is my stuff. You know, you it's like hold up now. Yeah, I was attracted to something else that I don't think that you know your spending habits are gonna work for my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That this ain't gonna work. You right. gotta have that. Commute. It worked over there with you because yeah. we were separate. But now when we together, like hold on, you dipping into my yeah my finances, my finances and I don't know how I'm gonna take that. So mm-hmm. it's that's I think that that's a big one. Like yeah. you gotta be on the same page, or it just ain't gonna work. You most definitely have to have uh, my last relationship I was with. I was with my boyfriend for eight years. Uh, you most definitely have to have communication or whatever. Um, he kind of paid for everything. Mm. Uh, I was kind of like, when I say I shook my 20s, I shook them. <laughs> like, yeah, man, like I, I shook it. But the one thing that I took away from that now... I did offer like to pay stuff. I wasn't just all the way trifling because I just wasn't raised like that. Mm-hmm. But he just wouldn't let me. So then when someone tell you no so many times when you're trying to do something, mm-hmm. you just kind of be like, okay, I'm not doing it. Like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to do this no more. Okay, like, okay. But, um, yeah, yeah. but the one thing that I, for me is that uh, 
you most definitely got to have that communication because then I got into that mode of just swiping the car and then yeah. he'll have something to do and I don't buy a plane ticket to come home from school and he don't what you you giving me my money like so you most definitely gotta have that communication when okay. you're in a relationship and their finances uh involved and um one thing that I will say that what I took away from that is that I don't want to to be in that predicament no more anymore of where I'm he's the only one paying for things or I'm the only one right. paying for things right. I think. I kind of, for me, want to be able to have something to bring to the table right. financially or whatever, mm-hmm. which is why I'm kind of hesitant to to jump into something or whatever. Because yeah. I just want to make sure that I know exactly. it. I know uh, your relationship is not all always about money or whatever, yeah. no, it but it's just kind of like I want to be sure that if he say I want to go eat or something like that or I need some gas. Yeah. Or whatever. Now he could be the big breadwinner. I don't mind that. Like that's yeah. yeah that's, he, okay, huh? that's okay. But I want to also just be able to yeah. make sure that I can yeah. contribute to our household. Mm-hmm. So that's one yeah. thing that I took away from. Yeah, my, everybody need to feel purpose. Yeah, right. Relationship or whatever. Yeah. So I think that would be helpful for people out there that's either been single for a while, or maybe they feel like they want to do something differently in the next relationship. Maybe they are used to being in relationships, but Mm -hmm. never really got the money thing. Not perfect, because none of us will ever be perfect Mm -hmm. with money, but I feel like if you leave one relationship and you feel like you didn't do well with money together, you probably start to think about, well, what can I do differently in the next one? Yeah, that's it. But I know for me, personally, Can I I say something? Yeah. I, I've learned that. <laughs> Come on, now. I've made the best decisions, money decisions, by myself. How about that? Yeah, that's worked for me. I I I, I prosper a little bit better and do more. Because when we I'm combined do. with people, I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know how the people do it. That, that works together and get it get it done. I'm more power to them. I'm proud of y'all. But I but can't. I think it's I think it's a process <clears throat> that you have to sit down and really talk about. It's not something you just jump into mm-hmm. when we're all single and used to doing things we do what works best for right. us yeah. Yeah. so when there's another human being that's joining you in a unity of living a life together y'all gotta like sit down you don't just you jump in you gotta yeah, sit down and talk to. about that like yeah, are we gonna have a joint account are you gonna be mad if mm-hmm. i have my own account and mm-hmm. you have your own account and we don't have a joint account yeah. i really want to get in a relationship where we have a joint account Man, I'm telling so you, i can have my that's own the real so i don't have right to touch there. mine and i can just dip it in and then yeah and then i know that's he's gonna put my you yeah. know what i'm saying but yeah. like you literally <laughs> yeah man <laughs> i'm with that book but no like like i just think that that's you know don't i don't don't play yourself like that friend mm-hmm. or whatever you got to sit down and just have that talk. It's yeah. just point blank period. Yeah. Like, you have to sit down and have that talk with your significant yeah. other, spouse, yeah. husband, boyfriend, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. You got to have that talk. Yeah. Because if you don't, then y'all, y'all going to be a mess. Yeah. yeah. We ain't trying to be a mess yeah. every day. Every day no, or whatever. Like the whole year. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? <laughs> so. That's stressful. Sure is. All right. So, next thing, next question. We got a few more. I'm going to kind of get through these okay so what does financial freedom i'm sorry what was that (laughs) wait first of all (laughs) (laughs) you don't want to check me what's that (laughs) (laughs) this ain't that this 
financial freedom mean to you like what would that look like I think I've kind of experiencing some of that just a little bit I don't want to say a lot because I'm not trying to put that notion out there that I got it going on (laughs) but I think for me financial uh, freedom is being able to take care of the things that I need to take care of Mm -hmm. like being able to pay my rent or my phone bill and like clockwork and not like clockwork and not figuring out how I'm going to to to, to put pay it back a bill. in my account. Yeah, That's what like, I'm saying. I wanted to be just sitting there. You know? Yeah. That's pretty much where I'm at. Like with I'm it. I'm at the point now where <laughs> Don't judge me, y'all. I'm at the point now where I'm I love looking at my bank account. And seeing the money that I accumulate in there, mm-hmm. but when the bill is due, I'm like, I'll pay it in a couple of days. Yeah, I'm gonna let this, yeah, like, I, yeah. I, yeah, like yeah. let let it linger, yeah. whatever. But the fact that yeah. when it says, Did you gotta pay your, uh, so we clicking up. Ah, oh, okay, girl, you ain't got. Oh yeah, you get you pay it real quick. Oh, uh, there <laughs> yeah. you go. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Right. That, like I, that's yeah. I, that's financial me too. Like, freedom and, and, for me. And for me to be just be able to take trips and not have to pay on it early or just I just want to get up and say hey y'all want to go to Vegas next weekend and yeah. just be mm-hmm. and they don't have to come back and wonder how I'm going to put that back and get that back and what I spend penny pinch while I'm traveling mm-hmm. and all that I just want to be like and then too for my boys like they going off in the world and they need stuff and they going to have to you know the college and they going to do just life stuff and I just if they want me to mom can you transfer some money in my account mm-hmm. I want to be able to do it I yeah, do it exactly. now but the little things you know because they're young but it's like if they just need something and I just want to transfer my kids, you know, that's just, that's the type of financial freedom I want, just being able to just touch my money and not worry about and it. Not worry and not about and just it. even too, like when deposits are going in, I don't have to see how much is in there. I don't even know how much I make no more because I don't check it. Yeah. Mm. Like that. You know what prime I'm saying? Example, like I don't have to check my pay stuff. That's the type of right. lifestyle I want to live. Exactly. Like prime example, uh, like they messed up on my check this week mm-hmm. and I was telling my mom and she was like, oh, okay, just write the what you call it. And I was like, oh, but this is my, this is like my bill money check or whatever. Yeah. You know, you mm-hmm. always have your, mm-hmm. your free check mm-hmm. and you got your responsibility check or whatever. <laughs> and um, I was like, this is my cost of living check or something <laughs> like that. And so, you know, she asked me as a concerned mother, she said, are you able to pay your rent? I said, oh, yeah, I can pay that. Yeah. And, you know, my savings, it's looking kind of cute or whatever. So mm-hmm. I, I'm good on that notion or whatever. She said, oh, okay, well, then, you know, but just the fact that I'm able to say, that I'm okay, right, or whatever. That yeah. I can wait for that mistake to be fixed and still take care of what I need to take mm-hmm. care of. Yeah, that's the financial freedom that I that um, that I'm starting to feel now that I that I want or whatever. I've been feeling yeah. that for quite some time now. Yeah, yeah. And I so. think that it, mine is coming gradually too. Why? Because my boys are getting older. They're not out of the house, of course, but I have a senior, junior, and then a you know a freshman. So, but I feel I'm feeling it a little bit just as they get older. Like my oldest, you know, they're just not as needy and they don't. Mm-hmm. Unless it's just a dire need that they need something from me, they just they make their own money, they do their own thing. So, 
you know, and then even like I said, when I just took it, tra- I just traveled um, to Texas for my birthday, and just being able to just not have to feel like I take something for my kids or I didn't get to get something mm-hmm. for them, I just was able to go and just come back and feel good about it and all that. So, I I think that I'm getting they getting older and I'm starting to feel because I've been having kids straight out of high school, so I haven't really <laughs> just lived yeah. like you know the lifestyle of just going and doing what I want to do for me, you know. Yeah. So that's. I'm starting to feel just yeah. able to do stuff without having to just make sure my kids is mm-hmm. straight every, every few minutes. Or I, I never thought financially that I'd be able to. <laughs> but even like when I started, prof, you know, professional or turn pro or whatever, I just never thought that I would be at that moment or whatever. Because I had to learn how to spend yeah. money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's like yeah. you when you start making new money. That's why you see a lot of basketball players going to bankruptcy or whatever because mm-hmm. we don't we don't know how to spend. So when I started, I was in a different bracket of making money. I wasn't making four hundred dollars every paycheck, trying to save this, mm-hmm. waiting on the second paycheck to come just so you can pay. Like yeah. y'all know how we used to do. Oh, don't yeah. act. Oh yeah, I don't been there. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You going late on the bill because you wanna participate in a TSU homecoming or something oh, like that. Yeah. Like, Don't forget them. you know what I'm saying? But, TSU homecoming, boy, I had your debt. Man. Just trying to like, party. Not paid that much. Man. man. So it's just outfit like. And everything. <laughs> oh, my it was God. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. VIP. All the day parties and stuff. Oh, my goodness. Just I living mean, the My electricity, water, rent. I was like, boom. And I didn't graduate from TSU. <laughs> but TSU, right, is, TSU is a part of Nashville, Tennessee, yeah, Portland. Yeah, we all it's went like to TSU we, in our eyes. Yeah, and let's make sure we say Tennessee State University. I'm from Tennessee State University. We don't Texas, want to be at Texas. People say Texas State University was first. And Tennessee State right. University don't matter. Oh, girl. No offense to anyone. You're so deep with them. No offense to anyone, but whenever I say TSU, people are like, oh, Texas is first. We were first. So I'm okay. like, okay. Girl. So I know what's next with this question. <laughs> okay, so, okay, next, next question is, so it's about money in black communities. So I want to know, what are y'all thoughts on money and wealth building in black communities? Like, how do how can we help each other individually and as a community do better with just even the basic money skills? I feel like sometimes we try to do stuff on our own and kind of not try to support other people, but I do feel like it's important for us to help each other. But I kind of feel like, and no community is perfect, but I feel like in the black community, I don't want us to feel like if we come for, from poor or lower income black communities, that we just have to accept how stuff is. Like, we all have these skills and, like, Mm -hmm. experiences, and I feel like we can do better, but sometimes we're just not exposed to certain information until late on in life. Like, other communities and cultures and neighborhoods, they get information at 18 or in their teens that we would probably get at 30. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like we start from scratch in our 30s sometimes. So I just want to know y'all thoughts on what do you feel like we can do with kids or even with the adults in black communities to help each other do better financially. Break the cycle. That's that's one. Um, like you said, start at, I wouldn't even say start at 18, start f- freshman year of high school. Mm, yeah. I think 13, 14 years old is when you need to start, you know, um, speaking with our young generation, opening up bank accounts. 
whether it has a, a, a checking account or a savings, just a 13 year old, $100, 50 here and 50 yeah. there. They ain't doing nothing but spending mm-hmm. their money at school or whatever. We pay for everything. Well, y'all pay for everything because I don't have no kids. <laughs> but, like, y'all, they pay for everything. So they just yeah. need a little something, something here and there, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I think supporting supporting our – I've been trying to do that here lately. But I mainly do mine through food business businesses because I'm just greedy like that. <laughs> but I've been trying to, like, venture off to, like, mm-hmm. do um, – you know, support like just black businesses or whatever. Yeah. I know one of my friends was just naming people who, who own their black uh, businesses on Facebook. That would be Facebook. nice to just have to even yeah. just know who they are. For mm-hmm. one, oh, other yeah. as the black businesses, it's just not. Sometimes we just honestly don't, don't know, know who yeah, you, you are. Don't know. Y'all got these businesses, but y'all ain't telling nobody. Y'all keeping a secret and telling Shaquita and Shaquana and your cousin <laughs> and your auntie, and uncle. Them ain't the only ones that you need to be. T- you need to be branching out or whatever. But oh, yeah. so. Um. Yeah, but you know we gotta act right though. We do. We got a lot. We gotta. Of we gotta act right. <clears throat> yeah. And I'm not saying this is for I everybody. Need some drink or whatever. Your skirt over there. How about you? So what's it called? Oh, oh your Gatorade. Like Gatorade. Oh, I was like, dang, where is it? You know we gotta <laughs> act right. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I've been. You know, whenever someone calls me for a service or whatever, like even with you, I I try to just practice that professionalism like i know how to do it now but you know still try to keep in the habit of yeah. just being professional and i think that's something that us as a black community we need to to really uh work on because you can't get mad if another black person said i'm not doing this because you're not giving me what i need right or yeah. whatever you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. you think you support the white people well i that's just feel because- like they sometimes and then sometimes like the you know the, the white American people, their business, they just run smooth and they're just they're more professional. Like they're cutthroat. They just yeah, I think they're cutthroat. Yeah, support people that they work with no feelings. Yeah, with, they don't. They, they're not prompt. You know they, they work they with no feelings. And they just got You know everybody's in competition with each other, and mm-hmm. it's just some people don't want to help others because they don't want them to be better than them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's just you know just all this little bit little factors, and it's like why are you? Mm-hmm. How many, what, do you want to be the only one wealthy? Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. You just, you know, it's exactly. just so many people that just want to be the only ones. Mm-hmm. And it's like, they they reach into sit with the white people. That's the thing. Like, oh, I just want, I'm trying to get up there with the white but Just not bring your people with you to just right. to, to build and branch off and make it better. Like, that's how the white people do it. They, like, they help each other. Yeah, exactly. Like, how many of the same thing uh, that's out here on the streets that white people own? Bars, right? True. They just support each other. Look at this. How many Chinese places are there? Chinese restaurants. How many best walks are there? How many cabudos and stuff? uh, Seem like we're the only race that just partnerships or whatever. But it seemed like our race not knocking us. It's just like we have to be the only one to have it or whatever. And on the on the on the uh, I don't own a business, but on the business side of some of the stuff, as far as with the people. I can I can understand how they say, you know, we always black people always want discounts with their own people. Yeah, that mm-hmm. type of stuff too. We gotta stop doing that. I've, I've treat I've, them like I've, you would treat somebody <laughs> else. We do do that. So, you but know, my I'm friends though, I've I've gotten better. I can honestly say that yeah. when in my younger days, I'd be like, hook me up or whatever. Yeah. But like in my older days, yeah, you kind of respect the hustle. Yeah, I'm just like, like man, nah, they you, you want to help. You know, I yeah, I'm gonna use one one place or whatever. Um, shouts out to uh, Rocky Wings. Or yeah, whatever, yeah. Um, Deanna. She always. Uh, I hope I'm not getting her in trouble. Oh. Deanna, uh, she, she oh, just got married. Yeah, okay, gotcha. uh, Deanna. Yeah. Um, 
she always tell me, you know, just call me or whatever, boo, boo, boo. But I've always supported Rock, Rocky. Well, mm-hmm. I don't call him Rocky. Uh, Demond. And um, and I always say, no, that's fine. I'll pay. Yeah. Because that man has worked hard. And mm-hmm. I've seen his process yeah. there or whatever. And yeah. I understand. Like, yeah. I was Deanna's coach in high school. So mm-hmm. I, I know where the favorites is coming dude. from. He's just a good dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He's supportive of everybody or whatever. So it's just like, I don't feel right going in there. And I know she's doing it because we have a coach relationship and we turn right. into friends yeah, or whatever. So is. she just, you know, she she messing with yeah, me or whatever. Right, and, I, right. and I understand it because I know if I'm really down, Deanna going to feed me. But, yeah. you know, I've, <laughs> I've, I I think I did it like one time and I said, I, I don't want to do that because yeah. I, yeah. I respect his hustle and I respect his growth. Like right. just to see. Just don't nobody want to just go around Yeah, you just don't want to keep on just keep getting the handouts like, and stuff like that. So that's one example of me where I said, I think I've like been trying to do better. Uh, it's right. like when people say, now I'm not opposed to it. Right, yeah. Let's you, be clear. You, all right, I mean, I'm going to accept the blessing now. I ain't going to go around leeching and just yeah, expecting something every time. Yeah, but me coming in and yeah. thinking about it, I was like, nah. So that's something that I, me personally, that I've been trying to work on for myself. So, okay, I'm sorry. Keep no, going, no, that's totally fine. I, I do agree. I was going to just chime in on that because I used to think that way too, like, you know, the hook me up type of thing. Because you kind of think like, oh, you should be looking out for us. Hook us up. Yeah, but really, people, yeah. Especially now that I'm, like, have started my own business. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes we don't realize how much stuff costs mm-hmm. for them to really, yeah, you know, their products, run their services and mm-hmm. stuff. And a lot of times in the beginning when you're building it, you're not really making profits like people yeah. think They you say are. that, too. As exactly. you look at those videos, they you like, first man, start, you, you, don't you don't make no money. You don't make no money. People don't know where people time. come from, man, because mm-hmm. they haven't went through the process. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so it's like for me, if somebody say they got a new business, whether it's a product or service, like, I want to pay what your prices are. Right. And I feel like people who like you or value you, they're yeah. going to pay for it. And if they, they don't, then you don't really need them as a customer, right. I feel like. Right. Yeah. And I don't, and I never thought like, oh, just because you're my friend or my family, you should support me. Like, I get it. Like, y'all could love me, but I could have some, y'all just not really interested in right. But maybe y'all will share a post on Facebook yeah. or something. Yeah, you know, yeah, I feel like true. support is not just buying something. Yeah, it's just Support is maybe yeah. you're liking a post or sharing a post or telling your friends or other Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. to see if they Mm -hmm. might be interested in buying it. Mm -hmm. So I feel like support in that way too, but I do feel like a lot of people feel like they should get a a discount or, you know, feel like because we're a black Mm -hmm. business. And I do think that we, not to cut you off, I just think we need to have more resources like on on how to find the money and the, and the, and Mm -hmm. the, just, how to start businesses and just we don't even know we just some people just do it on look they start from the kitchen and they, from the, yeah and they, and they start they go buildings. by there and they start getting people yeah. and then they you know and they go get builders and they just sell out of out of places and all that so we don't really know so you know that's another thing that and we, we come we work from the, you know it's so many loans and stuff and grant you know all that yeah. type of stuff that you can get the, to invest in instead of doing that's kind of why a lot of people I uh in our race we always some of them go the illegal way as fast as money to get to it because yeah. it's kind of hard to get that kind of money to start a real running business right? without yeah. doing it that way, the illegal way, because we don't know how. That's true. And that's the thing. When the ones that get those businesses, they don't, when they get up there, they forget about it. They don't care about everybody else, you know, and they don't. Because they don't work so hard. Run, they don't like, work so hard. Yeah. They don't really care to go mm-hmm. back and start over and show people. But I just, I'm the type that if I know how to do something and I'm successful at it and somebody asks me, I look at it as a, 
a, a, you know, a privilege because it's like you look up to me enough to ask because people just really want to see other people just stay down there and they up here. Yeah. I don't like mm. that. That's not my thing. I want to help everybody. Mm-hmm. And if, like I said, if you look for me, look to me for advice on some stuff like that. I'm going to tell you. I feel like you admire my work. You know, you, you really right. mm-hmm. respect me. So yeah. I don't mind telling you. Right. So. But y'all want to piggyback off of that when you said about getting going the illegal route or whatever. I think sometimes us as a black community, we know what to do because we've talked to the other people, but because of our skin tone or our yeah. skin color, we're not getting we ain't getting we're all not that getting too, all yeah. the yeses or yeah, the right, final yeah. stamp to too. get the loan. So we have no choice but to, to go, go the it. other route mm-hmm. or whatever. So I mean I don't wanna knock it and say it's always just we don't know. We're not a dumb race. Right. We're not yeah, done yeah, or whatever. True. I mean, not not in this time. It's too much out there for us to that research, Google, yeah. ask these questions, uh, you know, this, that, right. and the third or whatever. I just think that we still are all still trying to make some progress in fairness with our community true. Yeah. financially. Right. I do agree whatever, with that. So. Because I, I do feel like, yeah, if we do try to get funding, either borrowing, there are times where you could be really qualified and you could still get a no. Or even if you're trying to start a business cash flowing it using your own Mm -hmm. money and there's like a way you have to set that up and plan a certain Mm -hmm. way where you're not going into debt in your business. But it's like ways to be successful both ways. And I feel like we should talk more about it and have more people who have actually done it before to come in these neighborhoods and talk to us about it. And like you said, yes, we could Google and research things, but I think it takes sometimes like we need to see more people yeah. talking to us, like on a mm-hmm. regular basis, mm-hmm. and not just going to the the good neighborhoods or the good schools exactly. mm-hmm. and talking to them students. Or the, you know, I just feel like we all should have. You know, people say we should have equal opportunities, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's not equal. But we got to create our own opportunities, and we got to yeah. figure out how can we make us better. So mm-hmm. I totally agree. Okay, so next one is. So this is just some fun Q&A. I'm just going to ask you guys oh some questions. It's just because I feel like it's really it's really important to have these money conversations. But I think it's important to have fun, do things that makes us smile and relax, and just, you know, get to know each other better. So I want the people out there. I'm going to say, Nay, we don't know each other. To, <laughs> I want the people out other. there to get to know you all better. And, hey, you guys may say some stuff that I might be like, you know. So I'm going to ask a question, and then... Um, one can go first, and then the next. So, first one is, what is your favorite food? I don't have no. I don't have a favorite food. Oh, a food that you like the most. Ooh, turnip it, greens. It's the same thing. <laughs> turnip greens, really? I love turnip greens. Like a good ooh with a turkey leg or a good little. I mean, I'm gonna say a little, a little ham, a little ham hock. Mm, okay. I'm gonna just say chicken <laughs> yeah, because I can eat chicken in any kind of restaurant from Mexican to yeah. hot chicken to if the Chinese people really use a chicken to mm-hmm. everything care. is it's chicken good. in it. So chicken, I like chicken. That, okay. I basically that is a favorite food. You can eat any like kind of way. Too. Mm-hmm. Baked, I fried, grilled, grilled, all that. Hot Come down, Cliff. <laughs> 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 all right. Okay. So favorite movie. <clears throat> Jurassic Dang. Park. Mm, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have expected that. I didn't either. <laughs> but I love that movie. Goodness, I was like the original or like nineteen ninety three. Yeah, nineteen ninety three. Okay, the I, Jurassic Park. It's like my, like it's my password. Ooh. Not 
Well, I never know. It's one of my passwords or whatever. Yeah, but no, yeah. like that's like my go-to movie. Okay. Or whatever. Yeah. I got a few. Why you do that? Or one of your favorite ones? Okay, not the favorite, but one of them. You say two, Poetic and I. Justice. That's okay. A good one. I like Poetic Justice too. Love that. I love that too, Park Man. Gorgeous. <sighs> Okay, Goodness. favorite season, winter, summer, spring, fall. I, I think like summer. spring. Spring. Both y'all spring? Okay. Mm. Okay, so what is your favorite thing to do that doesn't involve making money? Oh. Going to my kids' sports events and hanging with my kids. Okay. Oh, I can't say mine because <laughs> it makes me money. I said favorite thing to do that doesn't involve money. You got something that you like to do that doesn't involve earning money from. Yeah. Come on. It don't have to be nothing big and dramatic. I it guess just... uh, going to the skating ring. There okay, you go. Dude. You do love skating ring, man. Yeah. You do. This is true. It's you a do like fact. That. It's a known fact, people. He's not Okay. <laughs> so what is uh, your favorite place to travel or a place that you would like to travel to? I've been been as many places as y'all. Because I've been all over. So I never thought that I would, the places I've been to, I never thought in a million years that I would even step a toe on on, (laughs) on the continent. But I know I am trying to get to. um, I want to go to Africa, man. I'm trying to get to Africa. I I almost got to Asia. So where in Africa would you want to go? Or y'all want to go? I don't know. I just want to go somewhere in Africa. I just I know I do want to. Well, I want to hit Egypt, okay. but I want to yeah. hit like Johannesburg. So mm-hmm. I don't I care. Like I don't there. care. I just want to go to the continent. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I would. I want to go to the continent. I would like to hit Egypt. I would like to see the safari mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm, I I want to see, but I just don't know if I'm about riding those trucks. Oh, but I'm gonna try my best. Yeah, okay. yeah you're not gonna. Mm, I know you got to be prepared for that. That's scary, though. Okay, so what is one thing that makes you happy? This could be a person or a thing or an experience. Something that like genuinely makes you happy that you could just experience it every day. Hmm. That's funny. Well, I'm gonna sound real. I I would have to just say eating. I don't mean to yeah. sound. I don't mean to sound fat, well. but I mean it's either eating or dancing. Okay, yeah. Like, hey, it may, if that's what makes you happy. Or I, I mean, eating, dancing, or performing. Okay, that's just something that I just really enjoy, no matter how rough it is on the body or whatever. Yeah. How much I say I'm ready to come home, baby. When it's time to turn on them lights, I'm having the time of my life. Right. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. Like that, Steph. One thing that makes you happy. Seeing me. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I think me, because it just doesn't always happen. Often, just being in a in a room and just being around just a group of people, socializing with positive people. Mm. Yeah, that is dope to me. Yeah. I mean, you, I just exchanging ideas and just having fun with people. Just that that just, energy. Just the energy with other. Just yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think people do that much no more. I think they do. I think 
I think we're I think we're trying to get back to it. Yeah, okay. okay. I think we're trying to get back to that, especially as a community of our community. I think we're trying to get back to that. We we straight away doing stuff different. That's just really what works for me. I mean, like even just this in general, just just doing something, just just having good conversations with good people Mm -hmm. and and positive vibes. That's it. It's extremely important to me. It's like priceless. There you go. Okay, so the next one is, and this is um, the last little question here. So, what is? I'm sorry. What would you do if you had $500,000 right now? Girl. What is the first three things you would do? Quick. Quick? Girl, no, just hold on. Wait a oh. minute. So if you had $500,000, what's the first three things that you would do? No right or wrong answers. Just what's the first three things you would do? I feel like I'm being judged. <laughs> no yeah. judgment. No judgment zone. The first thing I would do would go buy me a house. Mm-hmm. And then... Buy me some cars and pay off some debt. Okay, I like that. I think I would invest mm-hmm. half of it. Okay. Buy land. So, yeah, buy some land and then build build my own house. And he said three things. Yeah, right. Cause I could go on, but <laughs> just the first three things. Yeah. yeah, invest, buy some land so I can build a house on it, and I don't know, make sure my business is stable. Like mm-hmm. whatever, if I'm renting or owning a, a building for my, cause I eventually want to own a dance studio. Mm-hmm. I want to buy you the should. building. <laughs> yes, friend. Be the owner. Be the yes. owner. Yeah. Of the building for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Well, all those is good things, but it's good to kind of like visualize it because you never know how you'll be blessed tomorrow, you next don't. week, next year. No. So it's good to already be thinking about what will be the first things. What about you, quick? Yeah. Okay. The first thing I would do is I would take a vacation. I would travel somewhere to somewhere away from America. But you do that already. But I What's something really else? Go to I would go to an island I've never been to before. I just need a few days. Yeah, to, to just take me, it all me, in, right? Think okay. and relax. Yeah. Okay. I would go to an island just for a few days or maybe a week. Then I would um I would get Free that house, my mama. I would buy her a house first. Ooh, I didn't think about my mama. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed and I got two house, of them. Live with me, I didn't even. I, well, I already told my mom I'm not putting her in I'm no a nursing house. home. I'm, I'm, yeah. But she gonna I'm be in the house. Gonna, everybody can live with it's me. Gonna so be a that's what deal. I meant when I said yeah. house. The whole family I'm, living in that thing. Uh, right. Okay. Yeah, I would that's get what her I mean. house. It'd probably be a big house. You know, I guess you would say there's the mama house because that'll be the ones in there because we'd be on the go because right. I'd be in my life. So it'd be my mama house. Ooh, dang, you <laughs> feel bad. I the miss third her. One, no, <laughs> that's so funny. Right. I said buy a house. The third one is <laughs> I would, um, if I got it right now, I would get Destiny a car. Um, Yeah, those are the first three things I would get. Because, you know, like you said, we could go on and on, but those are the first three things I would get. I said cars, so y'all heard mine. Oh, that's yeah, true. You you're right. Car. I got a lot I of said, people. She said dang, cars. I mean, everybody gets one. I don't want nobody calling me. Right. <laughs> I ain't giving you no ride. No, okay. and I ain't, ain't going to be nothing fancy. It's just going to be That's just true. <laughs> so now we're going to move on to the financial information card. Hold on, y'all. I don't want to get. Okay. So I'm about to. So I'm okay, okay, we good. Yeah, I'm still. 
This is uh, a after this. After this, we have one more question and we're done. Okay. So I'm basically going to randomly pick a financial affirmation. Oh, I thought those were business cards. Kind of both. Oh, okay. But there's an affirmation on one side. Okay. So when I pick one, uh, I'm gonna do you first, Darnell, and you just have to tell me your thoughts about it. Like, how does it make you feel, or how does it relate to your own personal journey? Okay. Damn, from the car. Okay, I have an abundant mindset. <laughs> Can I get another? Oh my gosh, you don't like that one? No. Oh. What you mean? Okay, fine. Just you, just girl. Give me. Li- listen, I am not. Listen, I am not in school this week. I give me a word that I ain't got to think about. I got to tell you abundance. I have extra money to help others. I know, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. What are your thoughts? How does it make you feel, and how does it relate, or how does it relate to your own journey? Um, quick. It makes me. It, oh, <laughs> rude. Okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> now, that, that, that honestly makes me feel really, really good. And uh, how does it relate to my journey is that me coming up, not being really uh, having that financial freedom, as you would say. I had a lot of people who always gave me money fi- financially, you, yeah. or, you know, whatever. So just now that that road has kind of turned a little bit that I'm able to uh, pay it forward. Okay. I'm a, I'm able to if someone calls on me I'm able to say I might be a little hesitant because that just ain't gonna never stop <laughs> but I ain't gonna let you fail because you didn't let me you didn't let me right. fall you know what I'm saying right. so right. just being able to return the favor yeah. is something I get you, that bro. you know that makes me happy okay the next one is <clears throat> I gotta oh. do another one I'm sorry this is the one for Stephanie oh okay yeah you better have some words for me right this soon then that's okay the abundance of a mindset. Actually, okay, I think I'm gonna go and ask when we can have like ten more minutes. Just wait till they come. Just wait till they come in. Come on. Okay. This we can wrap this up. Okay. Look at she nervous. <clears throat> I am open and ready to receive wealth. Man, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am seriously because I've seriously removed a lot of just negative and and and, and people that's been kind of I feel like just haven't been helping me flourish or helping mm. me so so I'm like now I've, I've removed those slackers and those leeches and those people that just really wasn't you know pouring into me and just lifting me up to change my my financial ways and the stuff I'm doing I'm just stuck in a space so I'm I think that now I'm just kind of like I'm I've gotten older I'm wiser and then my kids are you know they're getting it and they're getting getting up and out of the way and so I'm just ready to just take in all the blessings and all the wealth so that I can just help other people I think I'm getting that 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 space now that age to where it's time for me to you know help other people but only the ones that want to help themselves right Right. so just yeah I feel like Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm there I'm ready to kind of take it all in man well it makes me smile hearing y'all thoughts on those affirmations although you had me read you a second one I sure did um give me a hard one right so (laughs) these are the final words this is the last question so sometimes we are asked what advice would we give our younger selves but I want to know 
what advice would you give yourself right in this moment? This moment. And this could be about anything that has to do with our life. But just what quick advice would you give yourself in this moment? In this present moment. So did you just ask us two questions in one? Us the same. Because <laughs> you said... What I would tell my younger self. But she said All she wants same. to know now. Oh, okay. we usually ask moment. ourselves. You know, how people okay. usually ask us, well, what would you, what advice would you give your, your younger, younger self? self? Gotcha. Okay. But want to know, right. what would we okay. tell ourselves like right now? Mine would be be better, still do better, and go harder. Mm, I like that. Love it, actually. Uh, mine would be uh, you really, you, you got to put yourself first and, you know, Put yourself first. You can't mm-hmm. pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So I feel like right. I would have told myself, just kind of start, just was focusing on myself. And I would, if I would have better myself ahead of time, if I was just more focused on me and not helping others and being there for other people, I felt like that I would have been more successful and just and able to help people at this time that I can't do what I'm supposed to do for. Right. So I just feel like, like you say, just you got to put yourself first, and then everything else will fall in place. You can help other people. I would have did that instead of just trying to make sure I'm pleasing everybody. I please, all, mm. all you do is please people, all I've mm. done. So now it's kind of my turn, but I would have did it before. Yeah. It would have been better, I feel like. I love that too. But I just, I just wish we could sit here and talk for eight hours. But <laughs> I know we have to cut it short because yeah. it's, you know, a show. But I wanted to thank you, Darnell. And thank you, Stephanie, for just taking the time to sit here with me. I know you guys have busy schedules and have so many other things you could be doing. And blessed. But But I appreciate y'all sitting here. And, of course, I want us to be able to have, you know, more conversations because, you know, we all can dig deep in all kind of topics. I'm really excited and looking forward to having y'all come back on the show. But I want you all to tell the people out there. How can they connect with you or how can they support you in any way? Uh, well, you can connect with me um, through Facebook. Um, my name is Darnell McLean or through Instagram. I'm not really big on social media and it's my nickname, Nellope, N-E-L-L-A-P-E. Um, if you just want any advice on like just dance as far as in the professional world, internationally, or if you just need me for a little choreography piece, or you want me to be a part of you know, whatever. I don't have a professional <laughs> services for you. I don't do any of that, but oh. I am good at just being a listening ear and just helping people, <clears throat> excuse me, just get through their problems. I just give it to you raw and uncut. So if you want an honest yes, opinion does. from me, yes. and you want some real stuff that ain't nobody going to be, I'm not going to be yes man and all that, Hey, and I've done a lot about thirty six years. I've been through some things, man. So I could I could really give Girl, some good advice. Totally telling people age and like, oh, I know. It is what it is by the age. Thirty six and I'm blessed. But you know. <gasps> but anyway, <laughs> contact I'm I'm on Facebook, Stephanie Hope. Nothing major going on here. It's just, you know, contact me through that way if you need. I don't put out my phone number, but I don't have an email. Right. And I'm on Instagram, but it's not Public. It's not public, so I don't, you know. Yeah. Just I mean, my, mine is private, too, so. <laughs> oh, that's totally okay. If um, That way, people, if they want to connect with you all, reach out to you, or share their feedback or thoughts on this episode, 
they can reach out to you. But of course, it'll be all in the show notes. So for those of you listening or watching, you'll be able to get the details on how to connect with them there. But the show is over at this moment. But (laughs) there will be more episodes with Donnell and Steph. So I'm looking forward to that. But although it's the end of the show, before I go, I just want to encourage you to just do your best every single day. And as you navigate through your financial journey, don't wonder what if, take a risk. Bye-bye. It's Cleo. So yeah, the music. It's Cleo. You can be financially free with Cleo.